Hey everybody, Manimal here. It's Monday, April 3rd, and today on Texas Rangers with the boys, Kevin and I, we're going to go around the league with news and notes. We're going to give you the Rangers news and notes. We're going to talk about Bochi and his management. We're going to talk about the bullpen. We're also going to talk about my trip down to Round Rock to see the Express play, and we've got two Rangers box scores. So join us today, Texas Rangers with the boys. Hey, this is Mitch Garver. You're listening to Texas Rangers with the boys. Hey, thanks, buddy. And welcome back to Texas Rangers with the boys. We are the boys, your daily Texas Rangers podcast by a couple of pro wrestlers who love baseball. This is your boy, Kevin, a.k.a. YBK, Kevin Frazier. You spell that F-R-A-Z-I-E-R. You can catch me on Instagram and Twitter at Kevin Lee Frazier, F-R-A-Z-I-E-R. And you can also catch Texas Rangers with the boys on Instagram and Twitter, Facebook at TX Rangers. WTB. What an exciting weekend to be a Texas Ranger fan. I cannot get over the excitement. Um, I, I, like I said, I'm almost speechless. Uh, just what a time to be alive. Uh, you guys heard our opening day uh, uh, show, but now the Rangers have completed the sweep of the Phillies and we are just on cloud nine. Another guy who I know is on cloud nine, my co-host, a man who had probably the biggest weekend besides the Texas Rangers, 300-pound manimal, a.k.a. Bull. I know you're feeling good today. How how you doing, buddy? Where can they find you on socials? Well, spiritually, I am feeling fantastic. <laughs> but uh, physically, I am, I am exhausted and beaten down from Friday night, um, the road on Saturday. But we'll get into all of that later. We've got plenty of time on the show to talk about that. Right now, I just want to first and all, first of all, say thank you to everybody that listened to our opening day shows. Um, mm-hmm. They they cleared our top listen to show by tons of listens, and mm-hmm. I I can't, and I know I can speak for Kevin when I say this. We can't thank you enough for tuning in and listening to what we have to say about Texas Rangers baseball because we're excited about it. Town is starting to heat up now because, mm-hmm. you know, not only opening day was a big day, but Saturday was a huge day for the Ranger bats. Um, mm-hmm. I think some of those questions are the Rangers going to score runs. Um, <laughs> let's hope that that got answered this weekend. Um, they, they beat around two pretty good pitchers uh, for the Phillies and a third kid that uh, threw really well as well. And we'll talk about that later. Um, but First of all, I got to let everybody know that they can find me on Twitter at Manimal Bull. They can find me on Instagram at Manimal 300. They can find me on TikTok at Bull Pro. And they can find me on Facebook at Bull Pro. You send that fresh request, you'll find yep. out what I'm doing. We'll talk baseball. That's just the way it goes. <laughs> I'm the, like I'm like four requests away from like really like filling this sheet up. So so uh, throw that thing out there. I'll take a, I'll take a look over at your profile and I'll put you on there and we'll start talking baseball. Man, what a crazy weekend! Real um, but, real quick too. Yeah, big shout out to Eric Buxton, a a, a buddy of our the shows that uh, mm-hmm. um, listens every day, and I just want to say thank you for all the all the questions that you have for me throughout the week and, and, and texting back and forth with, with Eric has been a, has been a fun time for me these last couple of weeks. Absolutely. Absolutely. And same thing with uh, my buddy, Michael, uh, who uh, is a friend of mine from Florida, who is a Texas Rangers 
uh, supporter as well, though he has his own team in the Mets. So, so a little bit of rivalry there as well. So thanks to all you who listen to the show and support us big time. Fortunately, um, he doesn't hate us just yet. Exactly. Good, good, good. And and, th- and hopefully not until the, the Mets play the Rangers in the World Series and we beat them, then he can hate us. Um, but but even more league, reason for him to listen at that point. 100%. 100%. So, <laughs> so, even, uh, so let's talk about around the league real quick. Um, Robbie Ray to the IL. What do you, is that, that's a big deal. Well, it's a, it's a big deal in the division. Um, it's, it's definitely a big deal for the Mariners. They, uh, mm-hmm. they, they rely on Robbie Ray to go out there every fifth day and give them six quality innings. And he's one of those guys that's been doing that for several years now. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, anytime you lose a guy like Robbie Ray, it's, it's definitely going to be a loss. And, you know, they put the Mariners, yeah, they don't, they don't spend a whole lot. And so when they spend, they need those guys to stay healthy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And he's kind of their ace, but the Mariners also have a really good uh, depth at that uh, with young pitching as well. So I I think it'll give one of their young guys a chance to step up. Uh, Another thing that I wanted to talk about around the league, it's not necessarily news, but, but man, did you see the stats on the stolen bases in game? Those are probably the, yeah, those are the two big changes uh, to see and, and lots of exciting baseball game really more exciting. As much as as much as you know the 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 rules are different, um, we've seen a lot of contact. I saw a lot of uh, complaints about CB Buckner on Saturday, and yeah, he was he was kind of all over the place. But um, that just shows that you you got to know when CB's back there that anything close on three two is going to be a strike, and yep. and you got to swing. And I mean, I'm not going to feel sorry for Major League Baseball players that can't waste pitches, right? No, you're right. You got to know who's behind the plate when you're playing the game. Um, so that's enough about around the league because we got yeah the game so times too. Game. game times are way down. Uh, Rangers game thirty times minutes exactly down this weekend. <laughs> uh, but I think it was a lot to do with the twenty-seven runs they scored in the first two. Well, oh, and I did have a couple stats. I want to say the stat I saw tonight on the game: seventeen stolen bases in the league through the same amount of games last year, and I think it's like forty-seven this year. I'm not exaggerating. And then game times are down by 30 minutes uh, yeah, as a whole. Get, the, the idea is get them on, get them over, get them in, and do it as fast mm-hmm. as you can. And, uh, you know, I mean, it doesn't always work out the way that you want it to, but uh, um, I, I feel like th- it hasn't really changed the game for me that much. Um, and I, I really feel like that uh, the, the players are getting used to it and this uh, isn't going to be quite the issue in June and July that it is right now. No, and and for me, like I I enjoy the games. Uh, I've enjoyed watching baseball, and maybe it's because my team's playing better. But at the same time, I think uh, it's just I mean I had a great weekend um, enjoying watching baseball. Um, so let's get into the Ranger stuff because there's a lot of Ranger stuff to talk about over the weekend. Um, first thing we were really talking about that I felt like because uh, kind of how we put the show together really is the stuff that we start talking about before we record is the stuff like you know what let's talk about that let's talk about that we don't <clears throat> put everything we talk about off air on the show but one of the things that you were bringing up was just the the in-game coaching uh that Bruce Bochy uh, has done has done in just three games and the impact that he's made uh on the games has been substantial well, in three games, I have more confidence in him and, and Mike Maddox making moves than I ever did these last four years. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, I, 
I, I don't know why Bruce Bochy does the things he does, and I don't know why the things that Bruce Bochy does are as successful as the things Bruce Bochy does, but there is something <laughs> about his in-game managerial skills that is on mm-hmm. just a whole different level than than really anybody that the Rangers have had in a long time. And, you know, as much as we love Ron Washington, I think we were talking about it, well, we've talked about this before, that Ron Washington is the ultimate coach. He's like – right. You know, I mean, he's the ultimate coach. He's a a great motivator and all of that stuff. But his in-game managerial skills were never, never what Bruce Bochy's are. And, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't say that Bruce Bochy is the coach that Ron Washington is. But I wouldn't Mm -hmm. say Ron Washington is the manager that Bruce Bochy is. And that's kind of like one of those. You know, like you kind of see that throughout the the games and the moves that he made Um, last night's ball game getting Jankowski out there in the eighth inning and moving Adalas Garcia over to right and getting Grossman back over to his natural position and left. I mean, it made a Mm -hmm. big difference because Adalas Garcia runs down that ball in the corner that, you know, no offense to Robbie Grossman. He doesn't run that ball down. Nope. And, and, you know, and, and then on top of that, he went back to Martin Perez last night for the, for the sixth, when I didn't, when, yeah. when we both, we were texting back and forth, neither one of us thought he was going to go back out there. And then reading on Twitter, nobody really thought he was going to go back out there. He went back out there, got a couple more outs. So the moment that he got into tr- a little bit of trouble, Boach goes out, gets Brock Burke. Brock Burke throws one pitch. The next inning, Brock Burke yeah. gives up a hit, gets in a little bit of trouble. He goes to Jonathan Hernandez. Jonathan Hernandez throws one pitch, double play. They threw two pitches last night to, to clear innings, <laughs> and they got three outs. I mean, Jonathan yep. Hernandez got five outs and 12 pitches last night. Uh, I mean, just the moves that he made last night. I mean, you have confidence with a one-run lead now that you didn't have last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and really speaking of the bullpen, um, you know, all the all the hype, you know, for the Rangers really was the starting pitching. And in, aside from Martin Perez, which we'll get into a little later, you know, it was really the bullpen – that shined over the weekend. They kind of saved the day uh, in, in many cases for this well, team, or or where it's just really strong. Let's just say it that on, way. On on opening day when we went out there, you know, I think at one point he had assumed Cole Raggins was going to go get him a couple of innings. Mm-hmm. And then the moment that the Rangers come back and take the lead, he goes directly to those bullpen hands that he wants to find out about. And those mm-hmm. guys, you know, they uh, it wasn't clean. It wasn't right. clean, but you've got some room for error when you're up eleven to five. Yeah, and you can 11, do you, you can know, look and see what you got a little bit with that. Exactly, and you're finding out about these guys, and you're finding out about what these guys have. And you know, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, last night he went to Will Smith in the ninth inning, and I think that was a move because he knew that he had, that Philadelphia had nobody but lefties left on their bench. And if they were gonna, <laughs> if they were gonna go to a pinch hitter, they were gonna have to go to a lefty, and that lefty wow. was gonna have to face Will Smith. So it was just like, I mean, just little things that we didn't see these last several years with the Rangers mm-hmm. manager that we saw, we've seen in the first series of the game that that gives you hope for this thing and and know that you've got a a, a real stud back there making decisions for you. Wild stuff, man. The stuff you just told me right there. I didn't even think about that. And that's why he's yeah, the big shot, right? And, and here's the real thing. Uh, the Rangers are three games over 500 for the first yeah. time in 1,300 plus days. Wow. 1,334 days. Yeah. Three, 1,334 days since the Rangers 
have been over three games over. So if you think we're just getting excited over nothing, I'm sorry, but it's not nothing. This was a and this was the second best team in baseball last year, the National League champion, and the Rangers went out there and swept them. I don't even know the last time they swept somebody. Even, yeah, I don't know. I, mean, I don't know how many times that even happened last year. I couldn't tell you offhand. Yeah, but um, the, you know, with the idea of going in, we were looking at you know two wins is a nice thing, and and getting three yeah. coming out of that is, you know, it's a it's good stuff. And you know, as of right now, we're talking about them first place Texas Rangers. Hey, so um, just a quick little uh, side note too, um, because again, we are huge into the minor leagues, uh, here and over the week. And we posted a couple of shows that, uh, go just kind of give you a, a rehash because minor league baseball is also getting started of the, the starting pitching staffs for, uh, a ball, double a, triple a. Um, and so you got out to round rock, uh, the night, the day after your big night, uh, on Friday, you, you were, you were back on the road down to round rock to catch, uh, the second game, uh, and uh, I believe it was Corey Bradford on the hill. Yeah, I uh, I rounded up the posse and grabbed uh, the bull man, and we took uh, little James down with us uh, um, to uh, to Round Rock on Saturday night to watch the Express for the first time. It's the first time I've been down to Dell Diamond, so mm-hmm. uh, I was looking forward to that in, in, in the first place because, you know, I had – I, I had wanted to go prior to the Rangers uh, uh, when the Rangers had Round Rock prior and just didn't get down there because of, you know, I used to be on the road 50 months or 50 weeks a year. Yeah, It, it used to be hard to yeah. do things. And, you know, you know how hard it is to do things when you're on the road all the time. And mm-hmm. when you get when you get home, you don't want to go and watch Round Rock play baseball uh, when you can do it at your house in front of your TV on the in, in the recliner. But uh, right. we made we made it down there. We got to check out Cody Bradford, uh, which is a guy that we talked about during spring training. I'm sure we talked about it when we talked about future rotations. But man, yeah. he looked he looked good. He looked real good. He's a big, tall, lanky kid, left hander that's got good stuff. Um, he mm-hmm. was he was uh, he was on went five and a third, um, shut down Albuquerque for the most part. And uh, they went to the bullpen, and I got to see uh, Chase Lee, who was on our next 20 list, uh-huh. along with uh, Bradford. And uh, I also got to uh, check out, uh, um, you know, some of those prospects that we had talked about, Justin Foscu, Jonathan Ornelas, uh, uh, Dosa Bolarius, some of those guys that we had been talking about uh, during our, our prospect shows and all of that. And, um, you know, the, the express, they didn't have a great weekend. They lost two out of three, but I was definitely there for the good one. <laughs> and, uh, you know, got a chance to, got a chance to see them win six to one. And, uh, you know, we, we kind of, we kind of got an eye on, on, on some of these kids and, uh, it was nice to see Chase Lee, um, our boy, Jake Latz threw an mm-hmm. inning and a third. He had three strikeouts in an inning, a third. He looked really good. And uh, a guy that we talked about, you know, played last year for the big club for a couple of games, Yeri Rodriguez. Um, mm-hmm. He had a he had a solid ninth to close that thing out. And, uh, you know, they were a pretty they were a pretty good looking ball club down there. But, uh, you know, a lot of the guys, you know, Sutsugo played first. Um, um, J.P. Martinez played third or I mean, played center okay. field. 
he had a hit and some RBIs. So he was he was pretty decent out there. He also had a ball that fell in. I think they ended up giving him a hit on that that drove in a couple. Um, so you know he, he had a pretty nice game uh, overall. Um, ta- uh, not ta- uh, ja- uh, Jackson. Don't call me Clint. Don't call me Jackson. Frazier oh. was playing left field for him, and Sandy Leon caught. And Elier Hernandez was DH, and so you know, you, not all the prospects are up in Round Rock right now. And I have a feeling mm-hmm. as the season goes on that that Round Rock team is going to improve, uh, starting pitching wise. But uh, overall, you know, a fun game, a fun atmosphere. Uh, they they do it right out there and uh, down there in Round Rock, and uh, it looked like uh, you know Nolan was, was does a good job down there with the Express. Love it, love it. Well, speaking of big weekends, um, not only that was Saturday night, but Friday night, finally, the the day came and we uh, were out in full effect uh, at Martin House Brewery for uh, uh, Matt War Pro joining up with Texas Roughhouse Wrestling, brought to you by Def Rep, uh, for Trouble on the Trinity 2, the Hell's Half Acre. Uh, we pumped it all, all two, three months in a row for uh, about this show and man did it deliver but tell us about your night man tell us how you felt um and how you feeling physically today well i'm uh i'm banged up a little bit uh um but that's not going to keep me from doing any of the things i've done because i've been banged up since 2000 <laughs> so i'm not going to be it's not going to keep me from doing any of the things that i want to do just like it wasn't going to keep me from going to round rock to see the express on saturday night but things didn't go exactly the way I wanted wrestling wise. Okay. No, I'm not coming home with that Trinity heritage championship. Well, I made a couple okay, of, uh, I made a couple of mistakes. Hindsight. If I had it to do it over again, I probably mm-hmm. wouldn't make the same mistakes. I got a little caught up in extracurricular activities instead of what mm-hmm. I should have been focused in on. And it happens a lot to me because, well, I'm an extracurricular kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. But it's true. It's at true. the end of the day, at the end of the day, Martin House Brewing, Matt War Pro came together and we had an excellent event that was completely packed out. Mm-hmm. People from, from all over. Um, I, I met people that had come in from Lubbock from places all over Texas to see the show. So it was Mm -hmm. nice to, it was nice to see some people and, and, and meet some new people and, and make sure that everybody had a good time at uh, trouble on the Trinity too. So, you know, I just got to get back in line and and wait my turn again to get back in that heritage championship uh, (laughs) contendership, but it won't be long. I have a feeling that I'll pick up some W's coming up down the road and uh, you know, I mean, sure, you know, I had a good time because, uh, you know, it was my event and part of something that I'm very happy about. But the real question is, as a as a former professional wrestler coming back to watch a live wrestling event, how, how, how was it for you? Man, it was a blast. I mean, you know, obviously, uh, you, you guys know I just I love wrestling and having spent half my life uh, doing it professionally. Um, and just really giving <clears throat> everything to it, uh, you know, I have a little bit higher standards probably than your average fan, 
but you know honestly man uh it was everything you could ask for the it was packed out i mean it was literally wall-to-wall people uh the weather was beautiful uh the crowd was just electric we call it in wrestling we call it a hot crowd i mean they were they were all into it um i really felt like the event just it was so interesting there were so many twists and turns which you always have in a wrestling event um, I just felt like it was really done well. It was a really well-produced produ- match or, or produced event, uh, professional. I mean, it was just it was just everything you could ask for from a from a local professional wrestling uh, event. So really good. They had good food out there. I don't know if the beer was good or not, but I'm, from what I understand, it was magnificent. Uh, so the fans loved it, and that's all you can really ask for is is a hot crowd, a lot of people there, uh, and a professionally run uh, show. So it had all of that, plus, you know, my little, my little, the 25 pound manimal, uh, got to see his first match live of the 300 pound manimal. And even got a little, you were even out there kissing babies, man. Man, I was kissing babies. I, I mean, let's just be real honest. The, the best part of the entire show was my entrance and it's <laughs> not, not even really close. The crowd, I mean, the crowd like, lost their minds, you man. think hilarious. whatever you saw the last several nights on WrestleMania, <laughs> those those cats need to come down to Texas and watch how a real man enters the ring because that's how you do it. And, and uh, you know, not only did we have a successful event, but we also signed on with Matt War Pro to continue as a, sp- as a sponsor of the show. Yeah, yeah, that was a huge and, deal. And, um, you know, we'll talk more about it as we get closer to it, but right now let's just, uh, let's just give you a little taste that keep your calendars open for May 26th. 100%, man. Yeah, really excited that they uh, want to continue uh, partnering with Texas Rangers with the boys and our partnership seems like it's uh, even growing a li- growing more. Definitely, uh, may have a little. Yeah, may have a little more in depth, uh, and we'll we'll keep you guys posted as as we go along. So, really pumped about that. So, and also now, thank you oh, to Matt, uh, Martin House Brewing for man. all the compliments on Texas Rangers with the boys. Heck yeah, heck yeah, man! These guys they love us and we love them. But let's get to what what one of the things that makes this show special, and that is the we're going to go over some box scores, man. We got well, Saturday we, we, afternoon. We, yeah, we flew start through there. It. We're here. Yeah, we flew through it. So let's let's get to Saturday. All right. So Saturday afternoon, we had a pitching uh, matchup that was rather exciting. Uh, Nathan Eovaldi mm-hmm. and Zach Wheeler. Zach Wheeler is a uh, tremendous pitcher, and a couple of years ago, yeah. when he was a free agent, Kevin will tell you flat out that. I was on board with giving him money. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, (laughs) I was on board. And I was right because he just led the Phillies last year to a World Series. Now, he Mm -hmm. wasn't leading them on Saturday as well as he probably would have liked because right off the bat, Marcus Simeon took him yak. Yes, yes. Um, And we need that. We need that fast start from Marcus Simeon. And he has given it. What a difference it's made for the team. That's my last two cents on that. Absolutely. But it, it started well for the Rangers. They scored a couple in the first, a couple in the third. Um, Philly started to work their way back in it and got it as close as four to three in the top half of the fifth. But the uh, Rangers went out there. They scored five in the bottom of the fifth. They scored six more in the bottom of the seventh. And they scored three more in the bottom of the eighth to, to roll out to uh, 16 runs on 17 hits. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we were talking about on day one, they were five of five with runners in scoring right. position. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this game, though. 
Now, they still were just a, a shade under 500 with mm-hmm. runners in scoring position. So seven for 16 is a really nice night, yeah. um, regardless of the outcome. Whether you win right. seven to seven to three or 16 to three, uh, seven mm-hmm. for 16 is a really nice night. Uh, but they, you know, runners on third, less than two outs. They scored a lot of runs. They, they got that run home. That's a big thing. And uh, Mitch Garver, Mitch Garver, yeah. two three-run bombs. <laughs> two three-run bombs. So, so there's no doubt that whatever you're tuning into this show tomorrow morning or this morning or tomorrow or whenever you hear this show, Mitch Garver is going to tell you where he listens to his Texas Rangers with the boys. That's right. He's got that Garf sauce going. Garf sauce. But, <laughs> uh, you know, multiple RBIs from Garver, Grossman, Nate Lowe. And Marcus mm-hmm. Simeon, they all had uh, you know more than one RBI. Simeon had a home run. Garver had his two home runs, and uh, Nate Lowe and Bubba Thompson both had doubles. So it's nice to see Bubba Thompson, you know, not only getting in the game but producing when he's in there because he had a double and he scored a run. Yep, yep, and and again, flashing that leather on opening day, which was one of the plays of the week. So yeah, plays Web of the weekend, So yeah, yeah, and then also too, we can't forget about. Um, you know, Josh Young with a lot of pressure mounting on him. Uh, he, he didn't have a great day, but um, he still got found a way to get across for two Ooh. runs. Uh, Every time he hit. was on base, he scored. Right. And, uh, you know, he, he had eight left on base. And I think as the year goes on, you're going to see him start picking those runners up a lot more. And that's maybe a little bit of uh, foreshadowing. But one more person I want to talk about before we get on uh, to the next thing is Robbie Grossman. And what a pickup he has been I mean yeah. the hero of first the first game and then uh on Saturday he had two hits uh two runs batted in uh scored a run I mean yeah pouring been, it on yeah uh, yeah man I mean and, it's like and, a resurgence and on top of him. that he's playing out a position for us right now um there's yeah. going to be a time where he's going to play left field and we're not going to have to really worry about him getting caught chasing mm-hmm. chasing balls down into that right field corner where you know but uh We'll just kind of – we're going to follow Grossman because, uh, you know, we're talking a guy that, you know, not uh, that next step up from Scrap Heap. And if they can continue to get that production from him that they're getting and, you know, and if they're going to bring in Jankowski and Bubba Thompson late in games to to fill holes and those guys are going to hit, the Mm -hmm. the Rangers are going to be okay. Uh, One more note too, um, and also Grossman's probably – I wish he'd have probably done a little more cardio because if he's going to be running around this much for the start of the year, but also my guy that's on my kind of on my radar this year is uh, Josh Smith. And, you know, he got a walk, he got a hit The on base percentage is like 500 score two runs, but also that heads up play that he made the outfield. You saw that. That's like, yeah. that was just, just baseball IQ all the way, man. Like just, it almost reminded me of like an infield play. You know, he just he just snapped up, bam, caught, got behind the runner and got an easy out. And, you know, just love seeing some of the stuff. It's not just them hitting runs and mashing. Um, it's just they're doing so many little things. But uh, I think you also want to get into some of this pitching because uh, our well, buddy definitely, Dunning. Yeah, I want to definitely talk about uh, Eovaldi's six strikeouts um, mm-hmm. in five innings. Um, he gave up some runs. Um, took a took a line drive back off the foot, but, mm, but yeah, finished scary. out finished out his inning, and I want to even say he came back out for another half, if I'm not mistaken. 
But, uh, um, you know, Eovaldi was for his opening or his opening start of the season. Nothing wrong with that. He gets you five innings, as, you know, when, when he's on a pitch count of, of somewhere around. I don't know what was he on like eighty five. Probably eighty five is. Yeah, what I, was, I, mean, I was thinking so, they're all kind of on that eighty five range. So to get five innings out of eighty five pitches, it makes you think if he had a hundred, he'd get that sixth for you. And then mm-hmm. Dane Dunning was was really good out of the bullpen. He came in, he mm-hmm. shut things down. He uh, he kept, you know, anytime they started to get anything going, he was right out of it. Uh, didn't have any strikeouts, but also didn't have any walks, which is important. So, you know, right. Dane Dunning, uh, nothing wrong with what he did on, on Saturday afternoon, kept that thing going. And, uh, you know, they went to Taylor Hearn. Taylor Hearn walked a guy, but no other damage. I think he walked the leadoff guy too, but uh, worked right mm-hmm. around that thing. And, uh, you know, the Rangers got out of there with a 16-3 to win. And uh, I think that started to turn some heads in the, mm-hmm. uh, in, the, in the national audience about what this Ranger team can be. And, uh, you know, if that didn't turn heads – then today's or yesterday's game against uh, Philadelphia, that's the one that turns the head for me. Yeah, yeah, because, well, it's because it's it's it's, it's prime time. Because Everybody's yes, watching. and they did something that they didn't do very often last year. Oh yeah, man, they won a man, one man. run. They won a one run ball game against a good team that was doing everything they could do to get back into that thing. Right, and the and, Phillies, man, they they're scrappers, dude. They they do not. Quit. They come at you every single inning. I mean, and, I, and we know they're missing guys. We know that Reese Hoskins isn't in there right now. We know that Bryce Harper isn't in there right now. But Reese Hoskins isn't going to be in there all season. So they got to make some decisions there, and they got to play a little bit better, um, you know, and get more production from from guys around him. But you know, mm-hmm. Philly hit in this series. They had nine hits today. They just didn't right. hit with runners in scoring position. And they didn't, you know, they they were one for eight with runners in scoring position. And I believe the one for wasn't an actual RBI. The RBI came on a ground ball. uh, They didn't have an RBI because it came on a ground ball double play. Yeah, it did. I remember so, the, the. I mean, because Josh play, yep. Josh Young could have cut that run off at the plate, but he took two because it was early in the game, and they had Martin Perez, who was, you know, in and out of trouble. But I felt like he was really kind of dealing, even though he was in and out of trouble, because he can he can put a runner or two on base, and then he gets that ground ball, and he's right out of things. And he did it several times, because first well, and third, nobody out could have been a big inning for Philadelphia, but he limits that to one, gets the ground ball double play, cruises through the rest of the inning, and they get back into the dugout. And then they go out there, they score a run, get the lead back for him. He goes back out there. And the moment that he got into trouble that time, you go to your bullpen and and everything that Boach did in the bullpen today tonight worked or last yeah. night worked. I mean, well, and, and before, and I kind of want to go, we, we do a little summary here and there uh, when we, uh, for the pitching. And I want to talk a little bit more about Martin Perez, but I want to finish highlight, do a few more highlights of the offense first because um, your 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 top four guys, your one through four, which is probably going to be your one through four all year: Simeon three fifty seven, Seager three sixty four, low, low three oh eight, Garcia four fifty five, and Garcia and Low didn't even get a hit today. Yeah, that's after and, taking offers, those two guys. But yeah. still, you got you got five hundred out of your. 
out of your top two guys. Simeon yep. had an RBI. He got thrown out at second, but I almost think that was kind of a crafty move on his part because he had Garver running. So he didn't have a great runner going. So 99% of the time, the, the first baseman's probably not going to cut that ball because it's a slow runner and you're going to try and cut that run down at home. Well, when he cut that run, when they cut that ball and threw to second, but I think the time that that it took them to get the ball to second and throw Simeon out is what allowed Garver to get across the plate, and it ended up being that go-ahead run. That, and, and, again, those are things that, like, you call that baseball IQ, or I think everybody calls it a baseball IQ. Um, and, and, again, there's there's these are things that, like, I don't even think about. I'm just like, oh, man, why did you get it thrown out, you know? But but these these are definitely things that, that baseball players think about and things that you're looking at that I'm not even seeing. So, um, but, yeah, I think the offense has uh, today uh, really came through. They they manufactured – they got a homer and then they manufactured another one. Um, yeah. But man, let's, that, talk about that yeah uh, let's talk well, about Martin Perez. Yeah, let's talk about Martin Perez because – Real quick, I wanted to say that Garver did have another hit. And, I mean, he's barreling balls right now, and that's a good sign. It is a good sign. And if he can stay – we want him to stay healthy. Um, Now, Martin Perez, and just from the naked eye, it seemed like he was was just, like, in trouble every inning. And I'm texting you, like, oh, my God, we're playing with fire here. He gave up eight hits, three walks, but only one earned run today. And he did have seven strikeouts. So, let's kind of go through his – just his – just briefly go through his kind of his day and really exciting baseball to watch. I mean, well, just, like, who, go ahead. Well, like you kind of said, you know, I mean, it, it, the trouble started right from the get go. Um, Turner hits a gap. Garcia cuts it off to keep him from three bags. Mm-hmm. But Turner's so fast. He gets a double on anything. That's, you know, an outfield has mm-hmm. to run at it. Um, and then he goes out, he gets Kyle Schwarber swinging. He gets Real Muto to pop out on the infield. Um, he does walk Castellanos on five pitches, but uh, he gets a, a – I mean, he gets a good inside fastball to uh, Alec Baum and uh, uh, gets out of that thing. No no damage. I think I sent you a message that said zeros are zeros. <laughs> you did. And, uh, you know, bottom of the fir- – uh, or uh, when he goes back out in the second half, he gets Harrison, grounds out. Edmund Sosa gets him for a double over into the right field. He walks mm-hmm. Bryson Stott. So he's got runners on first and second. No, uh, one out. Right. Christian Pache, who was cut from the A's. Mm-hmm. So if the A, if he can't hit for the A's, he ain't going to hit for the Phillies. <laughs> and gets Pache to ground into a double play. I mean, I feel like they've, they used Pache all night long to get out of jams. You know, they got him on a ground ball double play, young to uh, low to get out of that thing. And, you, uh, you know, another zero is another zero. Absolutely. Uh, the third was his was his best inning. The third inning, he got uh, yeah. Turner to fly like, out, struck out yep. Kyle Schwarber again, and he gets Real Muto to ground out to Josh Young. And he's, he's in there and out of there in, I think, like eight pitches or something like that, that inning. Yeah, it was like one – I felt like he had one inning where he – where he was kind of like got through it, and then everything else it felt like we. I was and, like, uh, I was like grinding my teeth the whole time. And the fourth, the fourth could have been awful. The fourth mm-hmm. could have really been awful because he walked, he walked Cassianos, and then he, mm-hmm. then he, he gets hit with the balk. You know the, uh, yeah, the that moves Castellanos to second, 
and Alex Baum singles, but Castellanos can't score on that play. Right. Um, yeah. Now, had this been later in the game, they probably would have pulled the infield in, and uh, uh, Josh Josh Harrison would have grounded out, and they would have probably cut that run down at the plate. But mm-hmm. being as it was the fourth inning, Marty Perez was throwing pretty good. Mm-hmm. They they elected to take that double play, and that allowed Castellanos to score the only Philadelphia run, and that got them two outs. Uh, Edmondo Sosa singles, but he uh, Bryson Stott singles. Now he's got runners on first and second. But here comes Christian Pache, and he gets <laughs> him on strikes. And sure, it turns the lineup over, but now Martin Perez is through four with just the one run. Yep. Top of the fifth, Trey Turner singles. Again. You know, Trey Turner, <laughs> Trey Turner had a huge series this weekend against dude, the Rangers. Dude. He was he was on base all weekend. He, I mean, he killed them. But, yeah, but you know who they – I want to say this real quick while you're going through it. But they shut Kyle Schwarber completely down. Completely he's down. like the leader of that team. Yeah. And, I mean, they, I thought yeah. he's going to get at least one home run in this series. He almost no, got he only, one. He only had one hit. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he, he almost homered right here. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, you know – 23 ball yards in uh in in the big leagues that's a that's a home run but just mm-hmm. happened to be for Martin Perez that it wasn't globe life field so yeah. Kyle Schwarber that's just a long fly out then he yep. strikes out Real Mudo strikes out Castellanos and we're through five yeah thanks for playing <laughs> the Rangers come back there and they get that second run they go back out with uh with Martin Martin Perez he gets bombed to pop out to Nathaniel Lowe. Um, Josh Harrison gets a, a singles. He strikes out Sosa. He's going to give him a chance to get Bryson Stott, but Stott singles. Josh Harrison moves to second, and the Rangers go get him. Boach goes, gets him, brings Brock Burke out. Brock Burke throws one pitch, and our boy Christian Pache <laughs> pops out to first base and Nathaniel Lowe. That closes Put the books on. That puts the that closes the books on Martin Perez five and two thirds tonight. Like you said, eight runs and three or eight hits and three walks, but only just the one run. And uh, you know, Martin Perez was as good as you could ask for on his opening start of the season. And mm-hmm. the Rangers, I really felt like they really put it together this weekend. And we got to see the runs in the first couple of games, and that answers one question: Can the Rangers score enough to help this pitching out? Right. And last night we got to see them win a one run ball game over a really good team. And that puts to, you know, that puts you in a better mindset about one run games this year. Absolutely. And just like clockwork, we are right up against it. What this show flew by. What a blast. What a great weekend for baseball, uh, for the show, for us, uh, for you. Um, you know, for me, I had a blast this weekend. I mean, it just flew by, but man, this will be one for the ages, regardless of how the season turns out this year. Um, we can never forget that, uh, that, that opening weekend when the Rangers, um, you know, snapped that 1300 <laughs> day streak of, of being over, uh, 500 or being three, three games, games over. Yeah. Yeah. They're in first place. Um, you know, again, it seems small, but, you know, small things. So we need these small beginnings 
to 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 get onto bigger things. So what a great weekend! You got anything else you want to say? Before oh, we, I'm gonna uh, give close you. out of here. Oh, I'm gonna give you is tonight's pitching matchup for the the Rangers. You've got John Gray going for the Rangers and Kyle Bradish going for the mm, Baltimore yeah. Orioles. Bradish is a 6'3", 215-pound right-hander, uh, 26 years old. Uh, so we'll get a chance to see him. He was a fourth-round draft pick back in 2018. He's ended up with uh, the Baltimore Orioles, and uh, he'll, he'll, he'll oppose John Gray tomorrow night. Should be a, a really exciting game. Really can't wait to – uh, check out the Rangers tonight and, uh, you know, see, hopefully, hopefully keep the, our winning ways alive. Um, thanks everybody for tuning into the show. What a blast of a weekend we had. Thanks for all the support. Uh, our biggest weekend for listens that we've had uh, so far. So we just want to thank everybody for supporting us. Thanks to Def Ref, uh, Matt War Pro and Texas Roughhouse for their support. Thanks to Spotify uh, for their support. Uh, thanks to all of you on social media who, uh, you know, comment and like our posts and help us out with, uh, you know, the algorithms so that more people can see the show. So thanks again. And again, don't forget to catch us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TX Rangers, WTB. Check out our website, which I forgot to mention earlier, Texas Rangers with the boys. All one word. And that is Texas Rangers with the boys signing out. <laughs>